Matthew 7. 7 and 12. Matthew 7 and 12 this morning. Privilege to be here this morning. Be part of that royal family of God this morning. Thankful to be gathered in the church house this morning. What a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. It's verse 12. It's called the, the golden rule. And it says, Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. And and if you want, I, I thought if we, uh, you want people to be good to you, we're going to have to be good to them. Yeah, I, I thought I'd, I've always tuck this till studying this lesson that and it does mean that but it's it's for the benefit of others do unto others as you would have them do unto you to, to show love show kindness that, that the Lord has showed us but but it's just as beneficiary to us by doing good to others because of the law of sowing and reaping and if you sow kindness, you, you're going to reap kindness. I mean, I, I believe just as sure as the grass is green and the sky is blue, that law of sowing and reaping is in effect this morning. There's no doubt in my, Just as sure as the King James Bible is the inspired Word of God this morning, the law of sowing and reaping is in effect this morning. And whatsoever you sow, you're going to reap. You're going to, it's going to come back up on you. So therefore... Whatsoever you would that men should do to you, ever how you want people to treat you, we should treat them. And do you see, we'll reap it back. We'll get exactly what we sow to others. And I like how Jesus sums it up. For this is the law and the prophets. That's what the law was all about. That's what the prophets was all about. About how we treat others. And how we treat God this morning, and and we can sum it all up if we just treat others as we would have them treat us. And 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 my, it's a it works. <laughs> Believe it with all of my heart, it works. That lost all. If you want to be hateful to people, people will be hateful back to you. Lie to people, that people will lie to you. But if you want people to be honest, then we got to be honest ourselves. And, amen and hallelujah. So. And in verse 13 and 14, there, I'm going to read them both. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Many there be which go in thereat. Many, uh, many, uh, uh, the, the, the numbers that's going through that broad way, Far outnumbers those in the narrow road. I, I believe, and and now I, <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I just feel even within the Christian community, majority is on that broad road. I believe it, and and now I, but he says, "Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Many there be which." Go in thereat. Many's going to go into that broad road that leads to destruction. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way 
which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Few there be that find it. And many, the Bible says that many cry, Lord, Lord, but few going to make it. Few going to enter in. And, and, and I, I thought Paul, over in 8th chapter of Romans, said, Shall we uh, continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. God forbid. And I, and I just don't believe. Now, uh, a lot within the Christian community, I, I believe they're too loose about sin. I, I, I just don't think people take sin as just as serious as what it is. If, if, if you want to know how serious sin is, every time you go into the funeral home and see someone in the casket, sin caused it. Sin caused that death upon us all. And I don't think we take it serious enough how just how serious sin is this morning. And in order for us to endure to the end now, we're going to have to go down the narrow road, leads to that straight gate, straight gate to glory. And and I thought it's going to take some, uh, going to take some seriousness on our part. It's going to take some help on uh, help. Uh, do you see? There was a uh, there was a young young man went uh, uh, fell in love with a young lady, and he. And he wanted to buy the best ring that that he could possibly find, and and he saved and he borrowed, and he really went beyond what he could really afford, and and purchased that ring, and he took it to that young lady, and, and opened the box and reached it to her and showed it to her, and and the young lady said, "That's the most beautiful box I've ever seen in my life." She, she become amazed with that box. She said, "That's the most." That's the most gorgeous box I've ever seen. She closed the lid up and looking at the box. Man, that's beautiful. I love that box. And the young man was so disappointed. He he went beyond his budget to buy that ring. But she but she was so crazy about the box. But do, do you see? God gave His only begotten Son this morning to to save us, to forgive us, to pardon us. Hallelujah this morning. And we as Christians too often go through life so amazed about the box. This old carnal fleshly nature of ours. We, we go through life and we spend more time uh, tending to this old flesh and the, 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 the lust of the flesh and the pride of life when the real jewel, when the real jewel, the real diamond, it's down inside of us. It's that inner man that's being born of the Spirit of God that's got the very DNA of God down in it. Hallelujah this morning. And that sweet Holy Ghost that indwells us this morning. That's a, do you know that sweet? Holy Ghost, he's our he's our caregiver this morning. He's a, there's no way we can do anything for God in and of ourselves without that Holy Ghost down in there. We can't walk right. We can't talk right. As Pastor said a while back, we can't even spit right. Hallelujah. We've got to have His leadership and His guidance and His direction in our life. And then there's no way on God's green earth we're going to stay on the narrow road without being sensitive to that Holy Ghost that indwells us. Oh, bless his high and holy name. I, I thought there was a, a, a man, I heard about a man uh, on a wheelchair, and, and his wife was pushing him into the waiting room of the, of the doctor's office, and, and he was a fussing at his wife and grumbling and, 
complaining as they came into the office, and and it would be hard on on any masculine man to for his wife to have to push him around in a wheelchair and to wait on him and to take care of him and and he was a fussing and he was a complaining and when they got in and they got set down and they got settled he began to think and and he began to speak out he said I want to apologize to, to all of you here in the waiting room and I want to apologize to my beautiful wife she's loving and she's kind and she takes care of me day and night and he said, but I'm always thinking about my condition instead of thinking about the position that I put her in. Do you see the Holy Ghost is our caretaker? And, and too often we're thinking about our condition. Well, well, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. I can't do this and I can't do... I don't want to give a testimony. But what kind of position are we putting our caretaker in? That's here to help us. That's here to strengthen us. That's here to comfort us. That's here to lead us, to help us. That jewel that's down inside of us, that's able to help us to endure to the end, that's able to help us to keep us on that straight and narrow road, it's going to be impossible to stay on that narrow road without being sensitive to that sweet Holy Spirit that indwells. I said over there a while ago, and, and I said, I'm sorry, Holy Ghost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being so stubborn. I'm sorry for being so selfish. I'm sorry for the only thinking about myself. My, we should be considerate of the Holy Ghost and the job that He has to do in our life. He's able to comfort. The Bible says we can grieve Him. The Bible says we can quench Him. To quench Him, and that's like getting your fingers wet and snubbing out a candle. We can quench the fire of the Holy Ghost in our life by simply being stubborn, by simply being selfish, by simply being disobedient, by simply refusing to get rid of the things in our life that He's condemning us over. We can snub Him out. We can quench Him. We can grieve Him. We can grieve Him by being disobedient, by being selfish and self-centered, not willing to commit and surrender to His God. Oh, my, the real jewel of the Christian walk, the real jewel of the Christian life is getting in touch with our inner self, getting down in there to that inner man that's been born of God and living our life according to His direction and the direction of the Holy Ghost. But, my, we're too, we're too caught up in the box. When we ought to be caught up in the things of God and the ways of God. And there's no way on God's green earth this morning. We're going to endure and we're going to enter into the straight gate by living a broad life. <laughs> living anyway, ignoring the quenching the Holy Ghost in our life. Grieving the Holy Ghost in our life. Not never picking up the Bible and looking and being sincere about what the Bible says. Does our life line up with the Bible this morning? I believe it from the very cover. Holy Bible this morning. It's the inspired Word of God. It's able to, it's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. It's not a dust collector this morning. It's able to help us. It's able to lead us. And with, combined with that Holy Ghost, it will be sensitive to that Holy Holy Ghost and the Word of God, we can endure to the end. We can be more than overcomer. We can really experience the joy of the Christian life of having that joy of the Holy Ghost. 
having fellowship with our Father, having fellowship with our high priest. We can be a tool in the hands of God where he got a fit vessel that he can use. Amen and hallelujah. But there's no way he can use anybody until we're willing to be, b- b- cow ourselves down, humble ourselves down, realize we're just as helpless as that man in the wheelchair. We, the Holy Ghost is our caretaker. We can't make it without him. We can't survive without him. And, and all of you, all of you has took care of somebody sick before, whether it's your child, whether it's your spouse. How much easier? How much easier is it to take care of somebody that's kind and, and gentle and agreeable, appreciative? My, how much easier we can make it with the Holy Ghost in our life if we just be sensitive to His leadership. Oh, He loves us. Oh, my. Oh, my, what a Savior. I'm going to quit there, but what a Savior we have in the Lord Jesus Christ.